the main thing that's wrong with doing nothing is that you never know when you are finished. This decision to get on board with Anchor has been one of the most uh, amazing decisions that this ministry has made. Four Minute Church, Pastor Oscar Smith speaking. Please uh, give us some consideration podcasting. Anchor has all the tools. Every episode, you're able to uh, put background music. They're just so helpful. And, uh, in fact, I'm using uh, this platform uh, to reach uh, beyond where the four-minute church ever thought it would go. So it's a good opportunity to get in touch with Anchor. And come on, let's get on board with this. We asked the question in part two of the series. Can you believe God for the impossible? You know, God orchestrated this. So his most beloved friends can show the world that he has the power to do what no one else can do. It has to happen through faith alone. And that's how your faith and my faith is built up. It can't be trusted. Your faith, nor my faith, can be trusted until it's tested. And uh, Jesus is so incredible. I believe Jesus delayed this whole scenario with these sisters and Lazarus, I believe he wanted to bring to light a flawed faith that his close friends had in him. Flawed, uh, a weakness, um, you know, borderline uh, a problem there in their belief and he had and their trust and their confidence and Jesus had to bring to light a flawed faith and put it in the face of his close friends when he finally arrived at Bethany both Mary and Martha and 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 I don't have to tell you but let's get street with this they bluntly said if you had been here on time this wouldn't have happened they might as well have said Lord 
we, we, we waiting so long? Why let this situation get out of control? Now it's too late. We're left with nothing but grief. And Jesus answered, Thy brother shall rise again. Martha answered, Oh, 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 yes, someday. We'll see him at the resurrection. But Jesus told her, He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live, and whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Believe it thou this? And Martha replied, and you got to understand, I got to go here with you. I got to go street. (laughs) You know, (laughs) Uh, Martha replied, yeah, Lord, I believe that thou art the Christ, Son of God, which should come into the world. And then she went her way. Can you... Can you picture what's going on here? On one hand, Martha said, Yes, Jesus, I, I, I believe you're God in flesh, that you can do anything. She knew she was looking God in the face, holding a conversation with him. Yet, in spite of this, she went her way as if there was no God. Can you feel me? As if there was no God. She'd felt pain and sorrow and shed a river of tears over her brother's death. But she didn't believe Jesus was interested in any of that. It was as if God was present but unable to help her. Beloved, This is a flawed faith. It's phony. It's it's problematic. It's, It's a balloon with holes in it. Your faith is not where it should be. It's flawed. It reveals a belief in God as your creator, as my creator, omnipotent and omniscient, but one who's not personally interest in you nor me. It's a despairing resolve that he won't be God to us in our present trials. And we talked about it earlier. Why why, why is everybody else getting blessing? Why uh, uh, everybody else's prayer needs being met but not mine? And uh, it's a despairing resolve that he won't be God to us in our present trials. And sadly, many Christians today bring to the Lord this kind of flawed faith. They come into his house to praise him, exalt him as God in flesh, and testify that nothing is impossible in him. You know the song. Yet, 
We don't trust he'll be there for us in our trials. That uh, God don't want to be involved in this. (laughs) He don't want to be involved with you nor me. That is the flawed faith that we have, many of us have, in Lord Jesus Christ. And and Jesus, (laughs) Lord Jesus Christ, his goal was to correct this flawed faith issue in these sisters. Next, we find Mary at his feet, weeping. She had lost hope. Scripture says of Jesus, he groaned in the spirit and was troubled. The Greek word for groan indicates indignation. Then with a troubled sigh, he said to the gathering, where have, where, where have you laid him? They said, under him, Lord, come, 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 come and see. That's what they told Jesus. Come and see. And it was at that point, Jesus wept. Why exactly was Jesus weeping? Those nearby exclaimed, Behold how he loved him. They were saying, See how he misses his dear friend Lazarus? He cries because he'll never see him again. But that wasn't what made Jesus wept. It was because of the naked unbelief of his closest friends. Thank you.